0: It's life on life's terms. You What's up, everybody? And you We're back once again. Another little so one-week right hiatus. The Life on Life's Terms podcast. I'm Tom Robinson, a grateful recovering addict. Um, and like I always say, we're not affiliated with any 12-step program, so they're
1: not responsible for what we do. Right. Uh, my name is Chris Mandeville. I am a man in long-term recovery. Um, we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass. on Quincy Ave. Um, if you are looking for resources or meetings, um, this is definitely and you're in the quincy area this is definitely a good place to uh pop in and and you know get the help that you need or um just participate in whatever's going on here um there's two meetings going on right now Um, fit to recover and the woman's nurturing meeting is back in person meetings yes in person meetings um we you have to wear masks we're socially distant so we don't need masks um so, you can find our audio podcast at lolterms.com. Um, you can subscribe to your particular platform from there, or you can listen to it right from the website. Uh, but would like it if you could subscribe um, and get our numbers up. Um, tonight, we have Julie. She is... Um, actually, she said that A New Way helped her get sober. Jules. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it has... Uh, special meaning to her and she hadn't been here in a while so um now she's here good stuff (laughs) so you can share your story with us it's very strengthening
2: um hi i'm julie but everybody calls me jules um i am also in recovery from alcohol and drugs um Particularly cocaine. I loved the booger sugar. Um, <laughs> Coconut. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, glad those days are over. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, so basically um, my story in a nutshell is that, you know, I was just partying and not being, like, the best human. Um, obviously lost, you know, um, my job and was kind of doing, like, odd jobs. Um and then Just lost relationships and stuff like that. Oh, yeah.
0: What age did you start?
2: Um, abusing, alcohol.
0: First time you used.
2: I mean, like, 17, oh, like, okay. obligatory prom, stuff like that. But I was not really a heavy drinker when I was, like, younger and in college. Mm. You know, the the normal stuff, I guess yeah. you could say. Well, um,
1: he, he probably asked because most of the people are 13. Yeah, oh, 13's right, like, right. the magic number.
2: Well, I mean, I tried it, but it was disgusting. I was like, ugh, this is what beers taste like. It's gross. So... Um, <laughs>
1: yeah I, I,
0: never really
2: liked <laughs> I like drank to like have fun, and everyone else was doing it, so like really, I started drinking probably around you know seventeen um in uh, special occasions prom stuff like that um and then obviously in the summer um i so my parents have a small little cottage um in the Cape, and my first job was in the restaurant industry, and so oh, you yeah. know that just breeds like oh, um yeah. you know partying and um, the hours and stuff like that. And just, like, the camaraderie is, like, around the restaurant industry is, like, all about drinking. Yep.
1: Um, right. I, I, I cooked for years and, okay. like, end of the shift drinks, the free ones come back. And yeah. that's why, like, when I got sober, I didn't go back to cooking. For sure. You know, but. waitresses always had Coke or <laughs> pills. Like... <laughs> well,
2: and that's what got me into it, too, is, like, definitely the restaurant industry. The
0: hours, you know... Dude, when I when I was... Uh, let's see I was 14 working at the mug and muffin restaurant at Plymouth right <laughs> as a dishwasher right and I'm like in the salad walk-
2: girl dude salad girl I'm <laughs> here <laughs> with you
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm in the walk-in one day and I'm like oh a handle jug of wine right there and it's open <laughs> yeah. take a was
1: bit
2: it sherry no, 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 was it the no. sherry that they cook with no, it was probably, it oh was, thank
1: it was god fucking, it was like it white was wine like, <laughs> reunity <laughs>
0: yeah it was
1: like oh yeah chablis or
2: some gross, something gross chablis what's chablis
0: <laughs> <laughs> take one of the little orange juice cups in there and yeah slug down a mm-hmm. few like shots of wine
1: oh it came right out and, on you and also <laughs> also being down the cape that that definitely feeds into the whole yeah. drinking um aspect of life you know it's uh a lot of the people on on cape and and you know down that way beach communities oh yeah they drink it's, about, it's just it's a recreational yeah. area so. you know oh, boating drinking for it's, sure it it's all it all goes hand in hand so um so now you're so yes yeah, in so. the restaurant <laughs>
2: So basically, you know, um, my go-to job is always going back to the restaurant industry because that's where I started. And the money is just yeah, so fantastic. Yeah. Easy and money. Yep. Yeah. Like, and I was fortunate enough to, you know, have um, concentrated on my studies during the school year and then <clears throat> in the summer, just fuel up on shifts and try to make as much money. Um, mm. But we'll And it's fast- cash every day. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. Right. Um so, you know, when I was 25, that's when, like, the cocaine started coming in to um, my life um, because of the hours, because I switched from serving to bartending, and I was now in Boston. Um, oh, I yeah. worked at Cleary's. I don't know if you guys know this at the, in the South End. Cleary's and Brownstone. It's, like, you yeah. know, totally an Irish pub. Um, the Glens the Glens from Milton (laughs) own own the Glen Hospitality Group and you know there were like great bosses and stuff like that it's just the hours you know that they require is it's hard it's hard it's like hours on your feet you know so I started doing that and then you know when you're younger you can bounce back from a hangover so much easier you know and um, God bless you
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll that. fast
2: forward. So um, basically, what happened was I went from 25, and then all of a sudden, woke up at 36.
0: Oh yeah, I and was like, I relate to that.
2: What have I been doing?
0: Mm. Yeah. Mine was a 10 year snap like that too. I was, yeah. I was, you know, just drinking and partying, and then I started doing dope, and it was like 10 years went by, bam, boom gone you're like, yeah. Whoa. for sure Whoa.
2: and when you're in it you know it's fun and it's exciting and then as the years stack on you look around you and you're yeah. like who am i with you know right. what, yeah. am, what, I what the hell am i doing <laughs> i'm with 25 year olds they're all in shiny dresses and i just i'm like hey man like let's play drinking games and they're like who is this old lady yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my turning point when they were like um who's the creepy old lady here And I was like, oh, no, I have to stop. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, also, um, my aunt got sick. Um, We call her my aunt. She's my godmother. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. She had dementia for years, but then all of a sudden she, you know, turned 70 and it just took um, – just changed her life totally changed and i could see that like um the toll was taken out of my mother because my mother was the caregiver for her it's,
1: that's wow. something definitely yeah. tough to deal with like um sundowning and yeah like as the sun's going down like it completely changes their whole mental state oh and for
2: sure it, it's
1: a it's a tough thing to deal with um, oh, i'll tell you what you know and, and, and i never short, had
2: dude. death kind of hit home like that because i see her her, it, she's passed um, and in a better place. But I, when I was watching her, it was like watching my. my she's like a second mother to me, yeah. so it was like watching someone I
1: really loved,
2: yeah, you know, yeah and, slowly and, die.
1: And they don't even know, yeah, who you are. Oh,
2: for sure. Like well, dementia
1: know, and Alzheimer's is is crazy because like your body forgets how to function totally, and that's how you end up passing away. Like you you,
2: but she was like the catalyst for me to open my eyes and realize that like. Time and life is short, you know, and time is linear. And I'm no longer this 25-year-old invincible kid. I'm a Mm, 36-year-old woman.
0: Right. I have this theory where, like, I think that our physical beings are almost like a radio tuning in our spirit. Maybe, like, when you get dementia like that or or sickness where you're not yourself, even traumatic brain injuries or something like that, Mm. it's Mm -hmm. just imagine trying to tune in your favorite song on a radio that just fell down the stairs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's possible possible just that, off and yeah. it's not going to work it's right. possible that that could be what's going type of thing. You know? yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. just awful. An awful thing to deal yeah. with.
2: Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> she was so powerful and had this great executive job in the government and, you know, was like a climb the ladder as, as much oh, yeah. as she could Brilliant. as like a deputy chief, you know, but she was a private. She didn't serve in the militaries. But um, yeah. And then to see her not even be able to, you know, feed herself Mm. and stuff. So, but this what I, as sad as it was, this was a blessing for me. It was like, honestly, she was like channeling some sort of energy to say, like, grow up and change and you got this, you know. Um, And because of her. I became sober. You know, I I I I looked and said like I need to make sure that my parents like can see me being the woman that they want that they raised me to be. Uh. So I used her sickness and 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 kind of channeled it. Um also though, you know, I was had no job, <laughs> right,
0: right.
2: you know. I was twenty pounds overweight. I wasn't doing right. anything. I had lost, you know, my my boyfriend at the time, um, uh, friends, money, and I just was like, you know, today is the day to change. And right. my whole life was kind of changing, so I just was like, you know what? I might as well stop, stop abusing drugs, stop drinking. Stop smoking, mm. you know, tried to just stop it all.
0: Um, really? Was that hard? Was that, were you successful with? Well, um, all
2: of it? the hardest one was smoking, actually. Um, yeah. Totally. So that didn't come until like February, <laughs> but I'm very glad I stopped smoking before the pandemic, thank God. Um, but, you know, what happened was, um, we didn't know what to do or ter- her to turn to. Um, I was very transparent with my mom, and my mom didn't really have a lot of time to give because she was taking care of Marie. Um, oh, yeah. So she was just like, let's go to Quincy Hospital because it's right there. It was, it was still available. Uh, it was yeah. still functioning then. Yeah, just, uh, yeah.
1: just shut down yeah. November 7th, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, like like really? A, on like a Sleepy. Monday morning at 7 a.m. They yeah. were like half-running or something for a while, right? I mean, I got They had the like, ER.
2: They had the yeah. ER, and the, the nurse in the ER- was such a love and she sent me here
0: oh no kidding she
2: was like what happened was when we came in we wanted an inpatient bed and she was like (laughs) me and my mother were like on the our phones getting me registered for mass health and she was like oh honey like you're you don't need an inpatient bed at mclean like you just need something you know that would i I, she just didn't think i needed that um kind of support Um, now who was this The nurse at Quincy Hospital. I don't even, I think her name was like Kristen or something. She saved me. She said, There's no heart, uh, no recovery coach on staff right now because they were at another hospital. So she said, Here's the address to a new way. It's peer participatory. You know, there are tons of classes. Go down there. I went down here and um, I met this woman named Julie who was at the front desk. And she showed me around, and I felt really comfortable with her. Um, and then the second person I met was Pam, and she just became my super mentor. And so no,
1: no detox, no nothing.
2: No detox. I did do a stint in rehab when I was thirty-one, though. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I went to Knock Egg. Um, Knock Egg is 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 actually covered by Mass Health uh, or oh, covered by insurance. So actually, at the time, I had didn't have Mass Health. I had Blue Cross. Mm. Um, but I didn't do anything after I just kind of went to rehab and was in this safe place where I was sharing, 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 and then they like pushed me back into oh, yeah my one. normal life, and I had to go back to my normal job, and I just started sharing like what i was what I had gone through, oh, yeah. and um I ended up feeling like really embarrassed and ashamed. um so yeah, I resigned from probably job. judging you oh then. for sure, I mean, like I mean? wish somebody showed about? I wish somebody told me like don't tell your story to, like, strangers or to even, like, people that aren't in recovery because it's not safe, you know? Right, Because people totally judge you, especially in your work environment. I just, I've learned so much from that that experience. (laughs) So, um, you know, then um, after the rehab thing, it just, I I didn't have the setup that I have now. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so I came here at a new way and... It was wonderful. I did um, smart recovery with Matt.
0: Okay, what was that like?
2: Oh, he's great. He's like a really, really rad facilitator. Um, super smart okay. and um, down Oops. to earth you know f-bombs here and there but he <laughs> just he gave me cognitive skills that I needed like okay. like if you go to a party have a backup plan you know, like have an escape route, bring a soda. I needed like to look at scenarios like that because, you know, quite frankly, I have great friends in my life that I've had for years and they're totally understanding. And thank God they've stayed my friends um, after what I've, you know, been an asshole for a number of years. Um, I'm lucky and very fortunate that I do have a good community. Um,
0: What was the smart recovery like though? What was that?
2: So smart recovery is self-management and recovery te- techniques. So basically, like, oh, okay. it's 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 a program like AA, um, a fellowship, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's your way. Okay. You know, um, they don't count in time. They don't say that it's like a divine power, even though I do believe in God and have faith in the Catholic Church. Um, that's what I, I'm a practicing Catholic, and I'm proud okay. of that. Um, yeah. You know. I take what I want and leave. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Smart, yeah. Smart was um really good for someone like me. Okay. Um, he, we basically, you look at scenarios in your life. You don't tell war stories. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, what I went through or what I didn't go through. So the comparison of like, oh, where she was and where he is is not there. It's just yeah. more like... Yep we're all facing something next week. How can we, you know, um have, you know, certain tools to face this. You know, um urges and triggers and like w- what can I do if I have an urge? relapse
1: prevention type of thing.
2: For sure.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that sounds good, Like you know,
1: cognitive behavioral For
2: sure. Right. It's cognitive behavioral skills. Um Well, that that's
0: <clears throat> the thing. There's there's a there should be a wrench for every nut. Yeah, so there's all sorts of different ways. Now the the uh Sharing your story can um, have someone relate to you. And when you hear your story from the podium, that's when you, for some people first turn on and they're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. So there's a, you know, many different ways. For sure. So, yeah, that's so what many. The- for sure. And,
2: you know, um, not for nothing, I tried NA. Um, oh, really? I did here, actually. Um, Point of Freedom Group. Okay. They, they like, um, pay rent here. Um, I don't know if they're still here. I'm not sure. Um, I tried them on, and they're wonderful. And, um, you know, the, I, I bought the literature and stuff like that and read through that. It's just um, what I particularly really held on to was smart. And so um, yeah, yeah. that kept me going, to. for sure. Mm. But also, it was, like... What help? What what a new way really helped me with was a routine of like coming here during yeah. nine to five hours. Yep. So it oh, okay. kind because of mirrored like a Street. job. Well, at the, it, that was that was when I was younger. Um, you know, oh, I was okay. a professional. I worked in a professional capacity for a, for for a number of years. Um, I was working in Partners Healthcare and Compliance for them um, oh, okay. for seven, and then went to rehab, and then came back um, and um you know told them all my story and oh, felt okay. embarrassed was, and resigned I then the i worked in a piece. ski area and that's when it really kind of catapulted so um i you know i'm kind of a jack of all trades um <laughs> i'll work anywhere <laughs> but um right now actually i i am a paraprofessional in quincy public schools so okay. um i work as like an academic aide in a social and emotional classroom and it's it's wonderful it's so gratifying and the team i work with is is awesome but let me backtrack so a new way. It. I tried everything out though. I, I tried, you know, recovery yoga, which helped me get back into fitness because mm-hmm. I was like slightly overweight, you know. When, um, and the quickest way to get that high feeling that I wanted was through endorphins. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and they right. were healthy. Yep.
2: And um, so I did yoga. I did a ton of free fitness too. Um, in the city. Through Seaport Sweat, um, that helped me. And then, obviously, I um, I joined the Boston Bulldogs, and that's really where they, the, they brought me back to life, you know? Yeah, the
1: running. And, and the Bulldogs nice. is a, a running club mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. either people in recovery or people whose lives have been touched by mm-hmm. addiction and or recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they nice. were... Do they go out and Situate as well? They used to have a
2: Situate chapter. Um, yeah, because I
1: know um, I do a lot of stuff with South Shore Peer Recovery Center.
2: Right, and right. And Dan, people. yeah, Dan. So that chapter is no longer. Um, but the closest chapter for, for like the South Shore would be Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we have um, an awesome running coordinator down there. So, um, you know, I guess for me it was just having – a community of people uh, and uh, that's it,
1: exactly what i was just thinking in my head was yeah, like, huge like for sure one, when you have a community uh. of like like-minded individuals and like you guys don't even have to like do the same thing or believe in the same thing but when we all want to achieve the same goal mm-hmm. and and keep you know stay on the right path mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so much easier we like, can it, like, yeah. at, at, oh, sure. at SSPR, like, that's their thing. Recovery starts in the community. For sure. Like, so,
2: together we do, you know? Yeah, um, right. And, like, if you've been in recovery, long-term recovery, like, I want that. So, like, tell me how you did that and how yeah, you maintained that, it and share it. your... I,
1: everything. Like, yeah, everything. for sure. You know, like, I do um, I do refuge recovery. I run a, mm-hmm. a refuge meeting out at SSPR. And, like, I... I you know, I, I started in in AA, and and I've done everything else that has come my way. Mm-hmm. You know, since for sure, um, I tried NA as well, and like I, I I was like, all right, I'm I'm a heroin addict, so <laughs> I'm I I have to go to NA, right? And right. you know, I went, and I, it just really wasn't for me. So I I go to AA, and I find the, pardon my language, the junkies <laughs> in AA. You know, because. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of it, all of it like sparks from there, for sure. you know, like just recovery in general. Oh, for sure. Um, like it, it, people probably wouldn't even know what it was if it wasn't for, mm-hmm. you know, Alcoholics Anonymous starting. Right. Right. Know?
2: Right. And thank God for that. And like, you know, sometimes I do go to like AA commitments and stuff and like hearing, nice. hearing, you know, all the different stories, it, it jumps me back and okay, you, yeah, you got to call your therapist and yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. So
0: Remember when, yeah.
2: Um, but, yeah, I think that the structure of a new way the, and the peer participatory um, programming here yep. ha- really helped me. Yep. Um, so it wasn't like I I would go to Pam and be like, oh, you know, what do you think? And she's like, well, I, I can't tell you that. You know, you have to figure it out yourself. And like <laughs> the fact that I had to hold my own reins in my own recovery was yeah. really scary, but also like super powerful, and I harnessed that and it gave me confidence like this crazy confidence in myself you know mm-hmm. oh, and
1: that's and fantastic yeah like one thing I want to point point out is you know she's talking about Pam Cole who is mm-hmm. the is she a director
2: yeah she's the director yeah
1: she's not even in recovery
2: I know which is nuts
1: yeah like she, she got involved in all this because of, of of her son's addiction I believe yeah so she's a like, though, huh? just what for, she's given yeah. back to like yeah. for me, her to Mm-hmm. understand and and like reach out and help people who need to recover mm-hmm. you know that's awesome yeah sure is you know for for someone to to take on that role and make it that much of their life mm-hmm. is pretty amazing oh for sure so shout out to Pam yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my girl <laughs> um
2: but yeah so i guess and then obviously i i found a wonderful 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 therapist um okay yeah. And I wanted her huge. yeah th- for me I threw base State um okay. uh was covered by under mass health cuz you know right now as I'm telling my story I did not ha- I didn't have a job at this point so I had all the time mm. in my hands and right. you know that can make or break you you know um, right. so I wanted sure to can. totally over over schedule myself um, because I knew doing things kept me going and having a routine and filling in all the gaps kept me from thinking about my urge um, or having my brain wander and you know Mm
1: -hmm.
2: once the thoughts enter like oh god you have to like you know squash them right away
1: the the shitty committee starts stinking (laughs) stinking (laughs) thinking yeah Yeah.
2: I'm taking both of those okay (laughs) writing them down Um, for sure Um, so I um, yeah my therapist is wonderful Uh, big shout out to her I still yeah. see her every week. Uh, I, well, now it's teletherapy, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. oh, really, yeah. Um, yeah. But And her skills kind of aligned with, uh, her philosophy aligned with SMART too, um, cognitive skills and my brain, you know, I suffer from a little bit of ADHD, so she um, helps me, you know, slow down and listen better and filter. And mm-hmm. um, so does my uh, my coach too on the Boston Bulldogs, uh, Mike Ferulo, he... He is a uh, licensed um, social worker, and, and he helps me a lot. You know, with um, different cognitive skills, and as you can tell, I need to like <laughs> have, <laughs> like I, I need to un- I need to have skills and 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 words and acronyms and stuff like under my belt. So um, when an urge or thought or emotion does come through, mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. that I don't let that carry away for me. So. Right. Um, and, you know, I think it's kind of sounding my, – my path is not sounding as fun as it is. I 100% though made sure that I still had fun. yeah. And so, yeah. so you know, made sure that this wasn't boring because I am a super social person and like a bouncing bubbly person. So yeah, yeah. I need to constantly be stimulated. Mm. Um So you know, finding the running community was unbelievable. Um, Everyone, yeah, it's just like you know, there was. Now
1: had you had you run before?
2: So you know, I was athletic in high school and college, but no, not for like maybe. 10 years um mm-hmm. you know i thought skiing was was my cardio and that's bullshit <laughs> <Yeah>. because, <laughs>
0: because it's i all came in real. being like
2: oh yeah like i'm a skier bro and i'll be fine Yeah, right i couldn't even run a fucking mile <laughs> sorry excuse my french but <laughs> oh, it was bad it was bad um but you know what what was cool about the running club was that um it was like a running meeting um so i got Recovery skills, A
1: running, meeting, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're running got, with sober people and you're talking as you're running. Totally, run in and, like, wow, that's cool. You know,
2: my mom's driving me nuts. What do you guys do? And you know, running and and sharing stories and you know, I want to I want to use because I live at home. And how do you? I get you know, at, but mm. I'm also gaining endorphins. And also right. my body is changing and losing yeah. weight Very positive, so it's like a triple whammy I'm
1: sure that like as you're talking and and you know getting stuff off your chest or whatever and you're running you're not paying attention to
2: the pain in your body yeah, or the yeah, the, the little guy that's the, like
1: or the time yeah, or, yeah. Or, you know you're breathing you just yeah. focused on yeah for I'm sure, sure it makes it a lot easier the,
2: the, the, the little guy in your brain that's saying please stop yeah. you're like whatever i'm having a great conversation with you know my girl mag and she's telling me you know maybe we should have you run a 5k and what 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 helped me with the difference between a new way is that a new way helped me get a job and and then i you know obviously i can't come here anymore because now i have a job in the quincy public schools and it's you know, seven to two. Okay. So it gave me what it needed, um, a new way, but then I still needed to fill in the gap of um, you know, my um recovery community. And the bulldogs right. just came right in and um Beautiful. I got, you know, I get so much out of it. So much. With therapy yeah, as well. So, so, and it and also faith and praying and yeah, that's, you know
1: that's the thing. Like there's not like They've they've tried cookie cutter mm-hmm. treatment and and recovery and they're finding out that you know
2: your your recovery your way your path yeah a okay yeah. right. you know
1: and, you know for for myself I believe that it, like abstinence based recovery is the best totally um, yeah I agree you know but it, there there are people that need you know to to take something to get them to a certain point right and you know if if they can do that, then that's cool. But I don't know many success, many drug addicts that, you know, if you hand them a bunch of drugs, they're going to take them the way that they're supposed to. For sure. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. you
2: know and, and that's what happened, too, with my first stint in in rehab is that I just, I never wanted, I kept drinking. Um, this time around, what was miraculous was that I just said no thank you to all of it. Mm. And yeah, my mind started to come back, you know, and it was overwhelming a little bit at first, you know, but oh, yeah. I had my therapist to kind of help navigate my mind and yeah. also coach. And that is huge. Like, huge. people don't,
1: because people, <clears throat> obviously, you know, you, you were searching or, or mm-hmm. trying to stuff those feelings due to some reason. And we've, we found, you know, through all the podcasts and stuff that we've done is, you know, there was a trauma somewhere along mm-hmm. the line mm-hmm. right doesn't, a lot of a lot of doesn't trauma doesn't have to be stories. anything yeah. doesn't have to be anything fucking insane or you know near death mm-hmm. like people don't realize like trauma could be like you're sitting at home and, and your mom's supposed to come home at a certain time and she doesn't Right, right. You know? One one right.
0: person's trauma can be the next person's, like having a good day. Yeah, totally.
1: Yep. Or or you're you're sitting at the little league field and no one shows up to pick you up, mm-hmm. right? When you're expecting someone, like it can be that simple. Like mm-hmm. oh, the, you know, and then someone who had
0: had had it really rough or something could say, oh, that's no big deal, it, right? But it's big deal to you, especially right. when right. you're a little kid, for sure. Yeah. for you know? sure. Oh,
1: when when I went,
2: <laughs> you don't have the skills to like understand what's happening. I was you know?
1: right. I was, so you. We're talking about Warren, me, Tom, and Warren. We all went to the same treatment center. Oh no way! Out, yeah, yeah. Out well, in, Warren uh, was like you know. Yeah, he was years. Before, he was light yeah, years okay, ahead of yeah. <laughs> us. Okay.
2: he's in like thirty years, right? Yeah. He's got, yeah. Um, but <laughs> you two have a lot of years though too. But, but we went through awesome. the
1: same treatment center, and the guy, my counselor there, suggested that I go to treatment. So I uh, suggested that I go to therapy, and I went to therapy, and and like that opened up different avenues, like. I, I was never a sharer as a kid. I never talked about anything, mm-hmm. just how I was raised.
2: Totally, Irish Catholic, but, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweep so, everything under the rug.
1: So I'm, I'm talking to this therapist, and the only thing that got me to open up was, if I hear anything I tell this fucking lady, I'm gonna sue the shit out of her. <laughs> That's, and But that got me to talk about things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to. This lady is, is moving to a different place, so I start working with this other guy. You know, he'd never worked with an alcoholic, but he had done EMDR. He said, "You know, would you mind trying this treatment that I've I've just learned how to do?" And and you know, because he was actually talking about it right in the fourth step and saying, "Okay, think about something on your fourth step." Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm thinking about it. He goes, "Do you still have a feeling attached to it?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Does it make you sad, mad, happy?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, then you've never really processed it."
0: Okay, mm-hmm. well, that was that story after your. Your fifth step? After you already shared your fifth step? Yes. Sponsor, really? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. Hmm. And so he's like, You've never really processed it. Mm-hmm. So we did EMDR. Have you ever? No. You know, it's uh, eye movement reprogramming and desensitization.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Where
1: you get the Sharing little paddles. The story over and over and over. Oh. No, you have these little paddles in your hand. You move your eyes certain ways. No it's, way. It, it's awesome for traumas. It's like an but, occupational therapy so it's yeah. tangible so, yeah you you have he had these little paddles that I would put in my hand and they would wow. vibrate like at different sequences and he'd say okay think of the think of the the thing that you were mm-hmm. you know uh, that you wrote in your fourth step and you know do you still have a feeling attached to it yes okay so we'll do another round and but also like when we met he was like all right I want you to write down everything in your life that's bad that's happened to you mm-hmm. he goes and i want you to put a little t next to it if it's a minor trauma or a big t next to it if it's a major trauma i fucking minimized everything right. like everything was a little t he goes this right here this could like crush a normal person and <laughs> yeah. and like you're saying it's not really a big deal right you know right. like because like because you it buried was, it probably for yeah, years and was, you're like, like i th- i was like 18 or 19 years old and uh <clears throat> We were swimming over in Stoughton. We had gotten high before we went swimming and one of the kids that was with us drowned. Oh my gosh. Yes. And and I'm I'm like Little T? Yeah. yeah oh no. Oh <laughs> no. You know. And like oh carrying God. that he with didn't me. Drown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Car- carrying that with me through my life. Like yeah, oh my divorced gosh. you know, come from a divorced household, mm-hmm. you know, father of the house I mean uh man of the house at like seven. Whoa. You know. Um still little T? Yep. Jeesh. <laughs> Get get someone pregnant at age thirteen, oh my God. little t, little t, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like that's a huge. W- well, the kid man. was given up for adoption, <laughs> so it's really not a big deal, yeah. like you know, yeah. But but yeah, was, you like, don't know if, minimizing wow. everything in my life and this, so it's like, and and then I start going to this guy, and and he had never worked with an alcoholic. He's reading the Big Book. He's like, wow, this is some some great stuff in here, you know. Mm. So like, therapy is huge. I can't. I can't express the importance of it for sure you know you have to have someone to talk to for sure now, that's
2: not your family or your friends like right. somebody that is like kind of you know on your payroll basically and now you that don't does even, whatever
1: you want for, them, yeah, for you now you, you don't know? even have to <laughs> now you don't even have to go into anyone's office you can text therapy i know and text. i know a lot of people that can <laughs> speak through text a lot better than they can like face to face. Yeah, that's they can't, not me. You know, fear or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at these thumbs. They don't, you know <laughs> I mean? no. no, no. Some people just can't get out what they want to say like I, vocally. Oh yeah, yeah. You of course. Know, and, but they can they can text it to someone for sure. Right? You know? yeah. It's it's like the the advances that we've had in in mm-hmm. treatment and you know therapy are and a lot of them happen because of this fucking pandemic. Pandemic for sure. You know, hey, like do- you couldn't go online and. Hi Doc, how you doing? Zoom that was with your from, doctor. Like, very, yeah. Uh, yeah, very like yeah special cases. For sure. Now right. it's like, oh, oh fuck, I got a doctor's appointment. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. even have to go anywhere. It's Absolutely. Crazy. I, I, I was
0: watching. I was listening to this uh, or watching this video about this guy. He's um, if I remember the guy's name, you probably would have heard of him. But he's a very famous psychologist, and he was talking about how addiction. He has a theory, or maybe some people have a theory. That uh, addiction starts in the womb, in that you're set up for it. If your mom, while she was pregnant with you, was stressed, so oh my God. so the stress of the mom causes the fetus to block that out mentally, and okay. it starts a process of you of escapism. Right, this is the theory. No so, fucking shit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the watch the whole thing. I only caught a, a little bit of it. Yeah,
1: send me the the. I'll send you a link. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Cool. I'm
0: sitting in the How fucking truck. How
2: stressed do you, you have to be? <laughs> How much stress are you talking here? Well, but that's it think. has to be maybe like a little stress because but, shoot. I mean, so and right. maybe I should never have kids.
1: <laughs> so, now, so now now we're getting into the oh, whole golly. the whole friggin. Um, cortisol and all you know because yeah. she's stressed she's releasing cortisol oh, now it's yeah. going in, you know yeah and, and that's yeah. a that's the other thing like i didn't go to therapy for a long time so i'm you know they were like i i worked for the city of quincy they were like oh you can go right down here for free like they don't mm-hmm. even charge your insurance so i went over there and then this guy who like he told me the shit he had been through mm. and he's a therapist and he was in recovery and I love, awesome, wow. I love that. Fucking awesome. I love that though. Sometimes
2: wow. that's what that's like. Lowers the barrier, and, right? And the that, shit that he
1: told yeah, me yeah. he was going through. I'm like, that's. Nothing. I would have. Yeah. What? You know. <laughs> and and but then he he's like, he's a brain guy. Like he knows mm. the brain totally. And he's like, listen, like, you are wired for this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the whole fight or flight thing. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. put you put. Alcohol and drugs into those primal instincts, like right into the mix. Yeah, yeah. That, that's there's, You there's nothing you can do about that now. Like, right. You know you we we still have fucking. You know it's been it's been thousands of years um, since we've been chased by saber tooth tigers, but we still have that same fucking reaction. Totally. It, right. And it could just be from someone saying something to us. Right. Something you know, very does, little. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even have to be like you know fright crippling fear right you know it just could like be a, someone hurt our feelings you yeah, know what i mean for sure yeah.
2: for
1: sure uh, did we
0: take we just took we took a wormhole there we got <laughs> do we gotta go back to your story or <laughs> yeah um
2: well i mean you know my story now is s- successful um Happy, very happy, very nice. happy, very good, very fun. Um, I'm like a crazy indoor spinner. Um, I like oh, yeah. love Cycle and Bespoke, and I love. It's kind of like a new age silent rave um, where it's sober and you're getting fitness. Um, so yeah. I like love. You know what I'm trying to say is like there is fun after recovery or during while i'm still recovering you know doesn't Um, have to be lame oh totally not like you can't be like you you can't look at it like oh man like i'm never gonna have fun again right like no way you won't succeed you have to say like you have to try to find the fun in like everything you know or and if it's not working try something else i mean there's so many cool sober stuff there's so many so many things that you
1: can do
0: probably we all thought in the depths of addiction that I can't stop. I won't have
1: any fun. Right. Right. You know, right. Like when this. I wasn't fucking having fun anyways. I know. Right. I know. Right. Well it like, geeked
2: out for three days. Like who the hell has why 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 do I think that's so fun? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> with the young girls that are like, you know, giving me looks like this old lady. So yeah. Yeah, So yeah. something
1: yeah. happened oh. with this computer so and Facebook the whole thing just shut down but Oh did it really? Yeah, we're still uh still we're still live. going. Yeah, we're still right, cool. we're still live on YouTube and we are recording. So yeah. cool. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> If it pops back up i'll 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 restart it, but um yeah it so when you're when you're thinking about getting sober you're not thinking about, "hmm, what am I going to do to have fun right you're like, my life's gonna fucking suck right right like, you know, know it's like taking taking the binky away from the baby totally right,
2: and just like i'm like totally i just want <coughs> anyone listening out there to know that like there are my life is better and more gratifying and i'm like a solid person again and i'm reliable to my friends family coworkers. Mm-hmm. right just, you know oh, just yeah. being
1: able to show up oh my gosh right.
2: you know even if i go to bed at let's just say one o'clock i bounce up and it's like i start a new day and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know just to like know that is awesome um it's also sometimes really hard and of course uh, you know sad and my brain you know you do have to have like your emotions are all out of whack for a while Mm -hmm. and that's why it's really important to have like skilled people to know and to help you right um uh skilled you know just to help you navigate those feelings um Mm -hmm. but they 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 pass you know a a feeling is
0: temporary temporary
2: for sure um It, and there you, is impermanence in everything. For sure, you know and 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 when you're going through it and feeling like anxiety or judgment or sadness, you just have to like make sure that it's just just to know that okay, it's arising. I'm gonna feel this, it sucks, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna feel mm. like, you know, like ugly cry and be snotty and gross, <laughs> right. and then it passes and that's it, you know. And if you need to call somebody or whatever, you know, I had there the, a team set up for 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 me, you know. Um,
0: yeah, we we when we're using it's like the mode that we're in. the 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 automatic thing to do is the feeling comes, got to get rid of it. Totally, mm. got to get rid of it can't have it right. gotta do something
2: bury it and, push and you
0: it gotta, you realize that i want to get numb
2: you know right. like so you know let me snort a line like or mm-hmm. drink this full bottle of wine you know
0: you don't not only do you not have to react to every feeling and do something about it to get rid of it but also you have to realize that it's really can be really detrimental to your mental health and your life to keep doing that mm-hmm. over a period of time it's, mm-hmm. it's like devastating to to you personally yeah I remember because I remember, um, you know, I at one point when I really started using it, I just wanted the pain of it was like a breakup, mm-hmm. and I just wanted that pain to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only wanted to do as little sobriety as I have to eight hours a day. I would say I would go to work and not use at work, mm-hmm. and that only lasted for so long, you know, right? Because it yeah, it, yeah. It,
2: yeah it creeps its ugly head in, you and know,
0: it, it's just like you know. So I was so um, unable to deal with emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really weak and and sad and uh, and now sobriety has made me have self respect yeah. and be and realize that I know that it's not going to kill me right. if I'm going through something that I feel bad about. It's it's kind of good because you're getting through it. You get it. You come. The feelings are coming up. We just had my really beloved aunt just passed away. Oh, sorry. It was really hard. And uh to know that the feelings are coming mm-hmm. and they will come uh and you can uh you can feel them and you're getting through it. And at the other end of that tunnel, however long that tunnel will be, isn't necessarily you're happy about it, but you have the ability to put it into a place of acceptance. Mm-hmm. You can put it into a place where it's reality. It just is. And uh, though I'll always miss her and, you know, I wish that it wasn't like this, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm still okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't have to destroy my life. Right. You know what I mean? Because I have this sadness. For sure. Right. You know? and um,
2: That's kind of like my story. You know, the the reason why I got sober was Marie, you know, she was the catalyst my sobriety this time around and she did pass.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 and hard.
2: If I wasn't hadn't if I didn't have these skills. You mm-hmm. know, I would have used for sure. Right. Because like feeling that pain is hard, but thank God I had these tools and these skills and these yeah. people in my life and, to and call. Like
1: know? it's it's kind of crazy and and fucked up, but like when people die, that's like Ugh. Drink, right. get fucked up, right? Right. You know that's when somebody like, graduates from college, <laughs> get, get fucked, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, when okay, it's St. Patrick's Day,
2: when it's whatever, yeah. like yeah. any kind of fucking especially, holiday,
1: especially right. especially death. Yeah, for you sure. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. what? Why can't we just like go to dinner or you know, like just go and shoot the shit about the person? Why do right. we have to go get fucked up and do it? That's you, right. know? you know, the
2: funny thing is, like with all this, I've noticed the recovery community the people in the community are really unique and like, I don't know, like the smartest, most in tune and in touch people I've ever met. Right. Like I, I I look at other communities um, and I, I don't know, they're just like boring or whatever, or going along (laughs) with society. I feel like the recovery, the, 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 the people that I've met here are like, you know, I didn't walk along a traditional path and, or, like my brain is you know understands the world in a different way, and it was just like it's it's been very i f- I finally found the peop my people you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure um and it's smart and unique, and you know I think that with death is like the hardest thing for 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 most people, and maybe this is just me being a little kooky, but um you know, if i wasn't sober i I don't know. Death is so scary to like all addicts that I've ever met. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just lucky that I can see death as, you know, give (coughs) it up to God or whatever Mm. the universe and that the energy is still, she's still here. She's still with me. Yeah, helping me through. Um, Have you ever
0: watched the uh, near death experience uh, re- stories, recounts of, of all the near death experiences? No, but I will. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's thousands. It's really cool. Yeah, and people die and they come back and they. It's always very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always like there's a life review and there's a lot of them. It's pretty cool. It gives you hope. You know. It yeah. Makes you, makes you feel good. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think hope is huge. You know. Um, I'll tell you so that's pretty much you know it I'm just living my life now and so this is another challenge is like um, as the years stack on for me I need to like introduce more things to my life right because I want like more things now I'm ready Um, I have my sobriety I have my community now I want to you know maybe go back to school and put that on my plate and you know now did you ever think
1: that you'd be working in a school
2: Oh never, 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 yeah, never, um, and oh, it's just so gratifying,
0: um, that is pretty cool
2: yeah, and and the children that I see every day, um these are kids that have like severe trauma and um, mm-hmm. severe like disabilities um and, and to, to see them rewarding. persevere – oh, it's totally – pers- to see them, like, persevere and, and keep coming, it makes me, like, keep coming and, right. and, and making sure that they are safe and loved and, and, and learning. and That's so mm-hmm. um, I also, though, work with, like, such a badass team, too. You know, my, the, the lead teacher is amazing, and, um, you know, our counterparts that we work together with are just amazing, so. Now, you um,
0: said that you were Catholic. I am, yes. Have you lived Casio? No. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait. What is that? So you have that ahead of you. Uh, you can only live once. Chris and I have both lived. Yeah,
1: uh, Curcio a is into translated into short course. So yeah. it, it's something that happens over at Stonehill. Huh? Um,
0: Stonehill College. A journey into Christianity. I don't yeah. think it's just at Stonehill.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. Well, in this area. In this area. So it's it's the uh, Holy, Holy Cross the Retreat family. House. Oh no way! Um, what do yeah. you guys do? Boy, if I could have that experience, you you go Ooh. in, you go I in. I will and, go, <laughs> and you learn. Someone someone normally sponsors like sponsors you, you in. A, a, oh no a, way! A, a woman, yeah. yep. Okay, um, we can hook it's, you up, right? It's, <laughs> Please do. So uh, it's <laughs> what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like retreat. Yeah, retreat. retreat. And awesome. you learn like from soup to nuts, all about Catholicism and the sacraments. Chris, and, and oh Christianity. no way! Yeah, Christian, yeah. Really. Oh, this, I love this that. this talks and like you. They break you up into teams. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, good. It's really, really, really good. good. You know, <laughs> it was incredibly I'm moving.
2: Yeah, that's what I need. I think I need to understand it a little bit more. I think that for me, I'm very much like um, you know, I'm Irish Catholic and I'm traditional, um, and it's something that like I know I'm comfortable praying the, this way because this is all I know. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I definitely need to broaden. You know, maybe my my horizons a yeah, little bit, and yeah. just like understand what I what where I'm going in the community, and you know, being a parishioner of you know the um, Saint Agatha's Parish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, how about the food? uh three meals a day. Every three day. meals, oh, so, man, so much, so much good food over there.
1: Meals, good, and, good and, stuff. You know, it's it's snacks. I'm. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm driving are good. down, I'm driving down Washington Street today in Quincy, and I'm going by a bar called the Poor Yard, and they have those fucking igloo things that all these restaurants are putting up mm-hmm. outside. They have four oh, of them. Yeah. They are already fucking booked into next year. <laughs> really? Two or three hundred bucks just to get it. Mm-hmm. You have to put down a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. For what's And this, you have what's to spend the... two or th- I don't know if it's two or it's like an igloo. Um, it, it's, it's a f- it's a like a blow up see-through ig- tent. <laughs> yeah. It's a see through tent, yeah. so people can go to bars and drink and be with other people. It, but it's outside.
2: But it's outside. But is it outside? Wow. But not really. But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I seen it on the news. There was a restaurant that put two of them out front. I'm like, w- what the fuck is two mm-hmm. of those little tiny things going to do for your business? Mm. You know, but they put four of them outside in this little tiny area, and they're fucking booked until next year. So I'll tell you crazy. what, this—that's the thing. People, they don't—they're not
0: like—they're not. They, a lot of people, they don't know how to socialize. You got it right without there without drinking. The right.
2: fun you know? in their like because that's how our society is. We say, you know. You had to go to bars to be meet friends and mingle or whatever. Yeah, it's right. such bullshit, you know. Like yeah. there are other ways, you know. You can meet communities. Yep. Yep. Look at look at my running community. It's amazing. These, these people are interesting. They're into health and wellness. Everybody's hot, you know, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting endorphins and it like it's just and the community is so safe. It's awesome. And uh, you know, Very cool. but go to a bar and just like putting alcohol down. It basically poisoning in your body. Right. Um, right. you're poisoning your body. You know, if, for if what you, just yes, to get. You get if laid. you break
1: it down, you're ingesting yeah. poison. Yeah, that's what it comes to, for sure. To. Right? Oh yeah, that's I mean, why. That's why you get drunk. It's yeah. poison.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're poisoning your body. <laughs> yeah. So, uh.
1: so if if someone was coming into to recovery and they didn't know which direction to go, or they wanted to get sober or stop doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. what would you what would you say to them?
2: I would say, you know, depending on how long they've been using and you know um like obviously detox and rehab first Mm -hmm. um that just wasn't for for, i didn't need that um but you know seek medical attention first obviously um but after rehab you know when you're joining back to coming back home or whatever like coming back to the place where you were probably using um look out and see recovery centers there are eight in Massachusetts, yeah, right? I believe oh, yeah. so, yeah. I think there are eight. Um, look out for your you know, local AA community, NA community, mm-hmm. your smart recovery. There's not a lot of smart actually in person. Um, I think at the Faulkner and obviously here, um, there's a lot online. So if you feel more comfortable being on your computer and talking to a safe community, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right. that they're online too here in a new way, right? They do yep. in person and online um and then you know google sober fitness <laughs> <There you> Go, <laughs> come join the boston bulldogs i mean we're safe and it's amazing
1: and uh um, have you heard of phoenix in boston
2: oh for sure yeah. we you know we we do a lot of stuff with phoenix too um yeah. that's a sober gym in south boston free free yeah mm-hmm. lee
1: source, he's Good dude. I gotta get yeah. him on here. Yeah, yeah, and same I, w- I was here.
0: thinking about going yeah. there, but it's like it just sounds
1: too good to be true. Oh
0: no, Honestly, it is there? it's
2: there. There's a rock yeah. wall. Everybody's like, ah, oh, it's oh, amazing. Rock climbing wall? Yeah. yeah. How do they yeah. how do they do it for free? I, that's what I
1: gotta do. I gotta I gotta hit it. I'm him sure up.
2: they have like, you know, uh, like state funds or whatever. That, oh okay. yeah. yeah. It, it's like it, this donations. place. This is like in the, yeah. and this is you know, like a state run facility. So wow.
1: um yeah. wow.
2: there's so many grants out there that like, you know, thank God for yeah
1: SSPR runs off of grants and donations donations yeah, this, totally you know like they don't have money coming from like Bamsey or whatever like places like this they the community oh for sure funds it. it's which is awesome i know you know like
2: our club that's what we get we we survive off you know um donations and mm-hmm. um you know it's just it's wonderful um coming together yeah I yeah
0: guess, yeah <laughs> well let's uh let's pray that this so yeah look into recovery scenes
2: for sure all anything recovery yeah
0: doing that stuff
2: mm-hmm. i know
0: well <laughs> it was
1: good having you on thank you yeah, so thank much you so this much. was so fun i'm yeah. sorry i
2: was like all over the place that no, <laughs> i hope perfect. it was kind of fluid
1: <laughs> oh it was perfect <laughs> that's fine awesome um thanks yeah, for having we, me we had tried doing this a few times yeah but- It's like like, always last minute. I know, I know.
2: This time we did it right. Oh, was able to (laughs) cancel that
1: that girl, Julie. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm happy to be here, and um, you know, if anybody, if anybody is listening and wants to come to the Boston Bulldogs, I'm a leader um, in their leadership program. But you can also seek out. you know, our, our uh, leader, Meg. Um,
0: you have a
1: website? We have a
2: website, BostonBulldogs.com. Um, yeah.
1: I tagged it in the, in the Facebook post, but the computer's crashed. So. Yeah. Please,
2: um, you know, come up. And, and if, and if you're, you're nervous, you can always ask for Jules. I'm like the one bouncing and doing cartwheels and stuff. So <laughs> with the long brown hair, like, We <laughs> <on> ah. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Well, we appreciate, yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so um, much. As as always, lolterms.com, dot com. Like, yeah. subscribe, share. That's um, always a good online research source as well. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> like that's why we started this. It's awesome, yeah. you know, so that people could listen to recovery, recovery at your fingertips. Yeah, that yeah. was hashtag recovery at your fingertips. Talk like, about the
2: best giving back the both of you are doing. This is amazing, and, and that's like,
1: I'm just trying to maximize my time. Ah, oh, it's awesome. Like, like I gotta go home and cook dinner and, and <laughs> spend some time with my girlfriend. It, yeah. It's like. It sucks. Like, okay, I'm working Monday night, Tuesday night, I'm doing a meeting, Wednesday night I'm working, Thursday night is podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not working fucking Friday. I need to like be home. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I got I got a daughter that that you know my girlfriend spends more time with her than I do. You know, it's <laughs> right. she's yeah. basically Tough. raising her for me. It's it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just go 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 go. Yeah. But that's but like what we are, you know. You're we, doing a great job. You're doing yeah. great,
2: and 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 we all appreciate, the, you know, this. <laughs> yeah, but, it, uh, and
1: that's you know trying to maximize my efforts. You know, oh, for trying sure. Trying to reach as many people. Tom. Okay, we do it for an hour, but we're trying to reach fucking as many people as we can in that hour. Just that, you that know? one
2: person. So,
1: yeah. and we now have
0: 110 episodes live on the site, nice, and on Apple Podcasts and Google
1: Play Store. So, yes, awesome. Hit us up. All right, lolterms.com. Lol. Peace. Peace.